So guys, we've discussed what it means, Talmud Torah, the implications of it, why it has to be, why it's so cryptic and difficult, and, you know, why we have to struggle through it, what we gain through it, both in regards to ourselves, both in regards to the Talmud Torah, what that develops, the context of the learning, <coughs> whether learning necessitates enjoyment, doesn't necessitate enjoyment. Now, at the end of the day, where is that going to bring me? What's it going to bring me? What's the end game, right? So I want to be a Tamil Chacham. I want to be a Tamil Chacham. Geschmack, right? Why is it Geschmack to be a Tamil Chacham? Because you walk in the room and everyone stands up for you, right? <laughs> you could write a book, you can make millions, you become a rabbi, lord, doctor, all the covered in the world, right? Ask any rabbi if he gets covered. You get probably just the opposite, at best. I called you out three times. I Say the. I tried. I tried. I made it earlier. Not later. Yeah? So now, so what's the, what's the end game? What's the end game? So I'll tell you a story. This is a Maise Shahaya. I was walking down the street with Rav Avram Yitzchak Levin. Anyone heard of Rav Avram Yitzchak Levin? Rabbi Yitzchak Levin was the first person that was named after of Cook, after of Cook was Nifter. He was the grandson of Rabbi Arya Levin. So I was walking down the street with him on Shabbos in America. Don't worry. And we saw. Don't worry. It's for the next part. And we saw a car parking. And while the car was parking, the car, you know, it's hard to parallel park. And the car happened to bump the car behind him. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So we're walking. He looked. We watched the whole scene. And he turned to me and smiled. And Shor Shinagel Chesaporo. Cute, right? So everyone's going to quote now the halachic man in footnote 4. <laughs> no? Nailed him? I never read the halachic man, but uh, no. But everyone quotes a blouse saying you have to know one thing about halachic man. I don't get the the emphasis. I connect this one more than the the pool because the pool anyway is not a kosher mikvah. So I don't know what the forty says, but fine. Kasha Maisa. I can't ask a kasha unless I read it, right? But either way, either way. So 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 what? So you see a car bump into another car, and you say shur shenagach sapara, right? Momen amazik. And so what? Very cute. This guy sees 50,000 bucks. And this guy sees Shoshanagu Chasaparo. And now what? And now what? <coughs> so, I'm going to tell you a secret, guys. You know, living a religious life is probably the most enjoyable thing possible. Everyone thinks it's too hard to be religious. Why? can't be religious, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to have a good time. Why? Yeah. Religious life hinders me. There's all these prohibitions, there's all these things I have to do. I want to live it up. I want to have a good time. I want to party. I want to have, you know, enjoy life. When I'm 45 and I'm already old and I did everything I want to do, so then let's talk again. Yeah, I'll give some money to yeshiva, it'll be fine, don't worry. So I hear the move. I hear the move. I'm not saying I don't hear the move. I hear this. I hear the halamina. <laughs> <laughs> so 
it's a havamina. I'm not saying it's not a havamina. Here's the havamina. But the havamina means that you missed the boat. You punch missed the boat. I'm sure every one of you has had an experience this year which touched you. Where you were in a moment, I don't care if it was a dominating Friday night in Svat on top of the Mitsuda, I don't care if it was you got into a sugi one time and Mamish were in it with Yechudrusa. It could be whatever it was, whatever spoke to you. But you had a moment that if someone offered you a million dollars, you would pick the moment over that million dollars at that time. You hit something so real, you hit something so alive, you hit something so emistic that it was priceless. I'm sure, I'm sure that happened. If it didn't happen, you have to say Shanabet. But I'm sure it happened. You still have to say Shanabet. But, uh, fine. Now, what is that? What, what, what's that moment? It's a psychological experience of... What was that moment? What was that? What happened? So the emesis, what happened, is you connected to Hashem. You connected to Hashem. You connected something bigger than you. You connected, right? All of us are yearning to come closer to Hashem, whether they want to admit it or not. All of us. The point of life is to enjoy it. It's Mesil Sesharim. So we want enjoyment, we want pleasure. So we look for it in funny ways, but the point of life is to connect to Hashem. And when you hit that, it's something so real, it's something so... What's the biggest proof of God's existence, that moment? Talmud Torah gives you what the Mesiva Shalom calls a Mabat Shamaimi. You know what a Mabat Shamaimi means? A heavenly perspective on life. You start <coughs> looking at this world within the framework of this world. So we get caught up in everything. We get caught up in how much money we're going to make and what profession we're going to have and what kind of pants I'm wearing, what kind of car I'm going to drive and how many, etc., etc., fill in the blanks. And we come to Yeshiva and it's better, but in a certain way we could do the same exact thing, right? How many swarm did I learn? How many swarm did I buy? How long is my Shemana Esrei? Do I shuckle enough? Right? And we could do yeah, the same exact thing we can do and translate just into a from lexicon. And we can do something even bigger. We can forget about all that Narshkite and we can actually have a relationship with Hashem. Talmud Torah is giving you the platform to live. He's bridging that gap. Stop looking at this world as a physical, mundane world and we'll give you the tools to look at this world as something divine. Shoshanagah Chasapara is not a way to express, you know, there's a cow and there's an ox and the ox bit the cow. and It's not what it is. It's not what he meant. He meant that there's a sugya, there's an abai, there's a rova. There's a Kodesh Baruch Hu being expressed in the world and I can tap into that while watching a car back into another car. That can be an uplifting experience. I can go to the bathroom, and even though I can't learn Torah, I can, I can feel closer to Hashem. Because what's going on here is beyond com- comprehension. Talmud Torah gives you the framework for that expression. It gives you the framework 
the perspective of viewing everything with a different type of glasses. And if you're living your life like that, imagine. Imagine such a thing. We talked about this so many times, I'm going to talk about it again, because my favorite Rambam in the whole Mishnah Torah, the Rambam in Hilchus Tshuva, in Hilchus Tshuva, guys, in Hilchus Tshuva, we'll talk about it in a second, why is it Hilchus Tshuva? In Hilchus Tshuva, the Rambam says that a person is supposed to serve Hashem from Ava, not from Ira. What's the Ava look like? It's an Ava, Rabba, Azab, Dula, Adma, Ud, the Rambam, right, the rationalist, the Rambam. Ava, Rabba, Dula, Aza, Adma, Ud. Like a person who's lovesick. What about Lashon the Rambam? Very cute. He's lovesick. All he can do is think about this girl when he wakes up, he goes to sleep. So too, even more so. That's how we're supposed to feel about Hashem Yisbarach. That we're living a passionate, loving relationship with Hashem. So we have those moments. Talmud Torah teaches you that every moment of my life, I can also be in that mind spot. I can be eating and I can be thinking, right? Talmud Torah teaches me, what am I supposed to be thinking about? How am I supposed to be relating to Hashem right now? And I could be backing my car into another car. And that could be an uplifting experience. There's a Pella, right? You're down 5,000 bucks and it's uplifting. Because the whole thing doesn't make a difference. Life starts becoming a reality where everything I'm doing is connecting to Hashem. So how do I do that? How do I view the world like that? So Talmud Torah, can they get kulam? So it's true, schar, it's true, it's the connection, the relationship. But it's also true within the framework of how you approach life. You know, if a person learned a chivil and they relate to a person, their friend, the same exact way, you miss the chivil. A person, a yid, what's a yid? Nezek. I chop someone's finger off and bet them. Hashem Yirachim, what they should do with me. A yid. And if that's, that's what Tomator is offering you. So yes, it's hard, it's cryptic. And working through that creates a new reality. So Mesiyat Shmaya. You know, it's a knacking year, Mach Hashem. The Imam, by hook and by crook, actually got more time in the days than probably any other year, right? So, in retrospect, that's probably a big present, right? I assume. You had more of the opportunity to define that perspective. You didn't go out, you didn't change that. Rishlimi, forgive me if I go over a minute or two. Forgive me. So, there's a, what's it called? I'm going to tell you one piece. I'm going to tell you one piece and then I'm going to go. That's it. We're shmooze in the future, but not in the, whatever. Yeah, so there's a Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim brings a Gemara. The Gemara says as follows. What happens if you take bread and you put bread in honey? Yeah? You put bread in the honey. And then you take the bread out of the honey. What bracha do you make on the bread? Hamutzi. Unbelievable. He's in UT for a whole year. He's still in the Selchus process. Unbelievable. Now, shtark. No? Now, you leave the bread inside the honey for a year. You leave it for a year. What bracha do you make? 
Shanakal, why? You know this? It's a Gemara. It's Not because it's stale, because it turns into honey. The sweetness of the honey flipped it. The, the sweetness of the honey flipped it. The Torah HaKadoshah is misukim idvash, right? It's sweeter than honey. That a person who's involved in Torah, it can change the whole essence. You start being a human being, you become a malach. We all have seen, if you haven't seen someone that looks like a malach, go down in the Ramban one morning, I'll cover the 215, don't worry. Look at Rabbi Victor Levinson. He's a walking malach. There's a caveat though. What's the caveat? Let's say I'm in the honey for six months, and I come out for a minute. Then I go back in the honey. So what bracha do I make? Amotzi. Amotzi. The pshat is that we're in. We're in. We're in the honey. Obviously, being in the, in the honey doesn't mean you have to be in the base 24-7. But it's a mindset. What am I doing with my life? What do I want? How do I want to live this in this world? I'm ready. I'm sold. $35 burger. That's it. That's, you give me the burgers, I'm Seda. That's it. I'm good. I'm good. The burger with the car. On the vacation. Seda. You want something more. You want something bigger. And the pshat is just... It's an investment. We're willing to invest for our bank accounts, right? So invest in your ruchnis. Invest. Forget about Elam Haba. For an enjoyable Elam Haza. To live life with that moment of... Being tapped into reality and being connected to Hashem. So, you guys should continue the learning tonight, tomorrow, the rest of your lives, and live that reality of truth and enjoy it.